If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. You feel me then? I'm Quindell Evans, bluepoetry.com. And this is my brother right here, Mike, aka Mike Henny. Feel me? Always got the Henny in the cup. Always. <laughs> we got the lemongrass at this situation, but yeah. <laughs> nah, but um. Um, this brother right here, I mean, I could let him introduce himself, but before he introduces himself, I want to say a few things about him. You know, he's a really, uh, he's a philanthropist, you know, a guy who, who's very service-oriented, you know, so I'm pretty proud to be here with him right now on the Blue Poetry Podcast, you know, just sharing the same space with him when we get to talk about some of the things we both do. This guy is a philanthropist. He does literally dozens of projects to help out help out his community help out the people in his life help out people that he just meet and when you meet him you feel like your family he does a lot for the youth he does a lot for adults he does a lot for families who are in need he does a lot for new york city in general a lot for artists who's coming up and need a space to to enhance their art you know to work on their art you know i told him i was working on music and I'm always writing but I don't record. He like, yo, I got I got a mic, I got logic, and I no engineer <laughs> and I got a space. He's that type of guy. You know, so this is a this is a guy who I respect highly, you feel me? I would never disrespect him, you know, in any type of way intentionally, you know. So I'm 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 proud to have you right here, having this conversation. Right now we're inside the White Pine community truck. The bus and the White Pine Community Farm is one of the farms that he works with. You know, he's a very service-oriented guy, so he's helping the guy out expand his 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 business, his farming business. He's helping him expand his farming business by allowing him to, you know, work with people who don't know about farming and don't know about how to grow farms and even though how and also I mean how to grow plants and vegetables on farm but also how to utilize these herbs you know if you don't know how to make tinctures and and even how to you know make the right teas and stuff like that this guy right here is very well rounded and he's a part of that community right there he's a part of this is just one of the communities he's a part of so if you would like to you know share something about yourself yeah, like he said, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, all the artists and all the hungry individuals that I meet, such as Quindell here, who has like created a poetry game and is like being very innovative in this culture. Like without people like you guys, like him, what I do wouldn't be so so easy because you guys are major key players in me trying to change the community because you guys are from these communities and you shining. Um, so yeah, I'm out here, been working for the last five years to provide opportunities for myself. Once I got the opportunities for myself, I realized um, that God is great, the universe is very great, and I've got so much blessings and I got so much spaces, you know, and it was a matter of, am I just gonna keep trying to jump around and utilize all these spaces or keep it to myself, which would, which would have been impossible because I'm more a person, or was I gonna utilize the same way I know I have a lot of spaces I know a lot of people, I'm meeting a lot of great people, so just working on like a whole two years trying to figure out how to make and match individuals with, with the space and the spaces with the individuals and just 
stepping back, every every connection stepped back further and further until it's um, rotating by itself. And then using those connections to plug in other ones that are in the current state of energy too. All right, so um, you have your own organization. And I know I've been at the, the, uh, the community center. Um, it's more than a community center, but we can call it a community center that you um, pretty much were the supervisor, the director for the for the summer youth program there this summer. And that organization that you founded, Help Ourselves NYC, yeah. can you tell us when you started it? What was your inspiration behind mm -hmm. it? And how is it going, you know? Well, I officially started Help Ourselves last year, but the idea came to me um, during Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> Um, the year after it was um, raided and, and it depleted. So what happened was a lot of kids um, from like all over America, from foster care, from shelter system, runaways, um, orphans mostly, I mean they were all gravitated, gravitated towards Occupy Wall Street because there was a hundred thousand plus people sleeping out in the streets and fighting for several different things that no matter who you were you'll find some type of um, something that you wanted to fight for was your opinion for years. So after it fell together, it fell down, all these orphans and kids, um, they stuck together as a family. And, um, and me interacting with them a lot during Occupy Wall Street, being from around the same age um, of them, like I was only like a year older, two years max in some cases, and seeing how they stuck to the family and seeing that they needed a need, they still needed to function. You know, they, These kids weren't so much able to go out and find food or able to feel comfortable to go into somewhere to get help at. And, um, and I just like added two and two together on um, being able to be blessed to be connected to, to be able to connect to a lot of people. When Occupy connected with a food group on um, Food Not Bombs and I learned from them how they went out and got food every night. So then I felt it upon myself that these group of 20 plus kids that couldn't find food anymore but always stuck together and weren't able to go out and find the food. Like I reached out to the restaurants, I got the food. Um, I see. I grabbed a couple of the kids with me to come get the food. So then I stayed up my own system for them to initially help themselves. Um, a lot of the youth had dogma of so going to hospitals because they would believe that the hospitals just thought they were homeless or they didn't think they were good enough to get help to be in society. I simply once or twice went with a few of them, went to the hospital and stood the ground and just said, "Help this person. This person is sick." Um, they saw that, and initially I wanted to teach them how to help themselves. So they learned how to go to the hospital by themselves. And they learn how to teach others to help themselves. Um, so that was when the idea was going? Yeah. And when, when, what year was this? Um, this was like... The Occupy Wall Street. 2011, 2000, by 2012, like entering 2013, this, the official okay. idea was born. This is almost six, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, when, when the idea was born. Yeah. Um, or seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Um, when the idea was born. And like anything, you know, once the seed is planted, it takes a little while for it to grow, yeah. you know. Once the, you know, it takes nine months for a baby to be born. So yeah. it took a while for you to actually launch it. But in between the time where you were, where you launched, in between the, the time where the idea was born and the time where you launched Help Ourselves NYC, you was already Help Ourselves NYC. You was already doing all the groundwork yeah. before you even had the name yeah. behind it. So, and some of this was working with, with orphans and people who couldn't help themselves. Yeah. And you didn't even realize, you don't even realize, like, once you put the idea out that, that you get thrown into it. 
So um, I was doing all these things that when I became more, when I when it started to become more reality, um, I had forgotten all these things I was asking for because I constantly would write them out, I would mind map them up, even the same thing over and over. Like I want to provide art supplies, I want to provide spaces, um, all this to combat issues that I saw within these youth that um, the, that made that helped that made that made them maintain homeless. Like. If they had opportunities to do art supplies, they wouldn't be doing drinking or drugs. In right. certain situations, not in a, I, I'm not speaking broadly. From what I saw, I figured out. I figured that out, and I really was. I would write this down. And being in the field and seeing how kids would get pulled into things, what I, what I could provide to allow them not to go into, you know, like how that, I could provide That's a beautiful hope. thing because, like, somebody like me, I'm a thinker. Like, I like to think about ideas. Can you can you pass me my honey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is that nettle, that nettle root right here. So, um, or nettle tea. I yeah, thought it was a root. It's a herb. Yes, yeah, herb. It, it might. Okay. Maybe it's the strongest green herb. People use in the, the United root States. as well. I mean, the, um, the the root of the plant. People use it too, because I heard I mean, of yeah, the nettle they, root. They they probably do. I mean, they use every root. I mean, natural herbs for like our general. They ancestors. use the whole plant. They're everybody always for centuries. But all I was saying was, uh, it's it's a beautiful thing that um. You thought about helping out communities, knowing, and it's funny, the name is called Help Ourselves, helping our community, knowing that you probably was going through things you needed help through at the time, you know? You probably were struggling in your own yeah. personal life as well. I would love to hear about, like, how, about how you struggled because, you know, the things that was going on in your life while you're helping out other people. I would love to hear more about that, but what I would like to say is, like, I'm a thinker. Like, I've had ideas all the time about, oh, if I can help homeless, I'll do this, and I think of this cool event that could go down and how we could have showers and food and entertainment for the homeless and help them and uh, help put them in touch with doctors and therapists and psychiatrists and all this stuff and we could change homelessness, we could end it. You know, I have those type of ideas. Yeah. But I, but then, in the same aspect, I'd be thinking like, well, I'm actually like, I'm broke. Yeah. Or, you know, I ain't got enough money. I might not be broke, but I don't got enough money to do that. I don't know the people. Or I don't have this. And I, you know, just being human, you know, we get to you know, we think about the things we don't have that can stop us from doing the big ideas we want to do. Mm. But it, it impresses me that you didn't think about none of that. You didn't say, yeah. I'm not a, a rich, wealthy, you know, man, yeah. you know, or you might have felt that. You might have felt like I'm rich and wealthy, yeah. but you know, you're economically or you know, financially, I don't have everything that I want, but I still want to help certain people. So, like, it's, it impresses me that you put aside your personal issues or your personal life to like go full-fledged and help out people who need help in so many different ways yeah. so like I would love to hear you know because just you know I think people need to I don't mean personally I want to yeah. know like you know it, it would definitely inspire me to hear about the certain personal struggles if you're comfortable talking about yeah. them that you were going through when you were when you began Help Ourselves in New York City, way before it was called yeah, that last yeah. year, but the things that you were going through, but you put aside because you knew that it was bigger than you type yeah. vibe. You know, so what are some challenges you were facing, whether it was like family I issues, mean, yeah. you know, money, whatever, whatever it I mean, was. Some of the main challenges that, I mean, all the main challenges that I was facing and I'm still facing on a very low margin now was um, dealing with the emotional traumas that I had so, um, which was like a good for, for having manifesting and chasing my dream, but was a bad for people that were connecting with me 
and maybe we're looking for more, somewhat more of a like a of a bond, and, as we all should, especially. And I, and I understand, like seeing somebody like me when I open up, people um, people say, "Oh, you're very genuine. You're very real. You're very inspiring. You want to be that person's friend. You want to like consider that person like, yo, this is my best. Like maybe you remember your best friend or a brother." Um, but understanding that that like, I wouldn't, I don't have time for that because like I sacrificed that already to chase or to accomplish some of the things that I set out to do during Help Ourselves. So, um, yeah, a lot of bad relationships, I would say, like, um, across the board was one of the biggest struggles um, that I couldn't always necessarily sit down and, like, think about it or analyze it because there's still, I was already in motion. But I, and I understood it, and there's a cause and effect. Um, and that was always hard because it's always, like, like kind of like leaving people behind. Um, not saying behind like that they're behind me, but like myself as even like great potential relationships or connections behind um, for the sake of promises. You know, like the more I had this vision, the more I spoke about it, the more I met people that I could initially help with this vision. And the more that I would like tell them like, don't give up because I'm doing this. You know, like don't like c come here, trust me to come here, come to this location, come to this organization that gives out free food on Mondays. Like, please come here. Um, and the more I did that, like the more bondages that I had to like, I felt like I had to upkeep. To, to keep people that I wanted to eventually help and have helped themselves alive um, and not go under and like not just die like physically but the fear of having a lot of these dupes end up in mental instability like stability um, institutions you know the fear of having them overdose the fear of them having them work for other um, youth that people that used to be youth in these same streets that have become older and now more um, trying to be more like they're trying to survive and they use these same people that they recognize not to do always the best thing. So, um, yeah, like relationships was like the most one of it. Um, money never really was one because like, I've always been an activist and I've always been like able to get money. So I'm always, I was also like kind of against it. So I never really ever even have that like as an issue for me when I'm not doing it because um, if you really believe I, or your intentions are great, like the money is an asset in this program and you're always going to get it. One way or another, you'll find somebody to, to help you out. Um, as long as you're open and willing to accept it and not like so that's my philosophy on that um, so yeah relationships I would say especially also with women <laughs> like it's not, it's, that's not funny also because women love and women help a lot and they make you mentally stable and emotionally stable and they, they sometimes push you more than you push yourself they believe in you more than you believe in yourself um, and they do so much for you and not being able to fully like give them that love back um, once again, because of these promises and these, that I felt like I had to accomplish and be able to provide the resource because I connected and I gave hope to so much that was like hopeless and been through so much and been used wrong and been lied to and, and um, yeah. Right. So um, you you said that like the like the relationships like you're saying like relationships is one of the struggles, you know, the challenges that you were facing then, yeah. and it's still kind of facing now yeah. or like you're. You're, you have reflected on these, it sounds like you've reflected on these yeah. past few years and you're getting better, but you still know you have work yeah. to do because the vision ain't changed. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know that you're like still, uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming yeah. that you may have not burned the bridges though. You said like yeah. I had to, I mean, yeah, I had to so, like leave, them, yeah. I had to leave them behind. But these people that you quote unquote have left behind, you know, are the bridges totally burnt? Like you can't communicate with them in a positive way, or it's just it's just like it's not necessarily a it's not necessarily burnt, but 
it's it has fulfilled its purpose in a way. Like if we go back, if I was to communicate with these people that you know I left behind, I could I still can communicate with them, yeah. you know. But it just we had a, a certain limit. Like you know, like we still have a good relationship, or are these like relationships that's broken in a way. I mean, they're they're broken as far as like these people will never, I believe, will open up to me again as when they originally first met me and they like they wanted that they assumed that that was the connection that was supposed to be made as it should have been um but um, I, I do believe that walking on my my path that everybody that i meet is, is all connected like all the roads connect either way to that bridge so it's never um like i still provide help for them um i still like act, see what they're doing i still connect them with other people i just don't particularly put my name behind it or say that it's me um just for because I know that it was an emotional effect that I had on these people because um, they, I, I, they did so much for me as I was doing for them. Um, and it just took me, and so yeah, it's like, I, I, don't, I don't think that I'll be able ever to like communicate with them and be like, this is what, I, this is what has happened or, or we're still at that level of friendship because of, um, it was like pulled in and then pushed away, you know, like, Okay. So it sounds like there's still a lot of healing that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think personally, I I, I might have the same like similar issues where yeah. it's like, you know, straight work, you know, straight work, straight work, you know. But sometimes we want that like relationship with a female, but then at the same time we don't want to fully commit because we know like it, you know, fully committing, you know, might be sort of a distraction. Yeah. Or. You know, fully committing, we might have to open up to who we really are, and we're really just one hundred percent workaholics, and they yeah. might want some of that time and attention, and want us to take one, you know, want want to take us away from what we what we feel we're called to do. You know, so we kind of want a relationship, but we yeah. want someone who like knows that we're like not all the way committed, which is kind of I mean, like yeah. a. Uh, I always want a relationship. I mean, yeah. as a, like a man, like I always want a woman's love. Like it's never a bad time hey. for a woman's love ever. But I think it's a, I think it's a balance. I think personally yeah. we could find that balance, you know, find, and also there's, there's powerful couples that work together. And yeah. that's what I think someone like you might need. You might need someone who's out there with you so that they know that you're not doing, you're not working and, and your work is taking time from the relationship. If y'all have similar mission and similar, yeah. similar vision, then y'all can work together and now all your time is all your time, you know, right, and then y'all right, understand right. the the meaning of space more. Right, right, right. So like, you know, I hope hopefully you find that person for you, or if you have someone in your life, then y'all could cultivate that 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 yeah. relationship that allows y'all to work together on, you know, on something so that there's no battle between like work and, and love. Right. You know, I feel like a lot of us, you know, have relationship issues but I feel like this is one that might be a little more uh, manageable than other relationships you know yeah, other yeah, relationship yeah, issues yeah. because this is like you know they say like you know the the bigger your dreams is you have different problems you know like if you're yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. like not dreaming big you might have a problem with you might have different problems somebody might have problems cheating yeah, or somebody yeah, might yeah, have yeah. problems just jealousy but like if yeah. you have a you have someone you love, but it's just like I don't know how to balance work and relationship. That should 
I'd rather have that problem compared to having a problem with somebody lying and cheating and stuff right. like that, you know? So, like, this is an adult problem, you know, more mature <laughs> problem that, yeah. you know, that we can we can be men about or women yeah. about if there's women who, who feel like they men might be distracting from work or whatever it is. So, like, this is a different problem that I feel like is more, more respectable. I respect right. somebody who's having these type of problems right, in a relationship right, right. compared to, like, you got to worry about... You know, you're somebody going out and doing things behind your yeah, back. Right, right. So this is a, I, I respect you for opening up about that. Right. So um, real quick, you know, as you as you know, I got pick up poetry, the educational playing card game. I donated a few packs to help ourselves. Of course, yeah. Food. This summer was a great um things for kids to constantly use. Um, I have I got about 15 kids youth. So um, every Friday will be game night. This will be Pagami the game that they'll start playing as soon as um, Quindell had come through. Donated several packs. Trying to get them into more into after school program. Trying to get them to the NYU Board of Ed. Um, these are personal missions that I set for myself um, because, once again, it was effective of help ourselves and I want to help ourselves to be integrated in as much things as possible. And um, yeah, that's where we're at at this time. Yeah, I'm working on a. You know, by the, by the end of the year, latest, you know, I really want to get it by December. The official cards in the box, oh, the, the case, yeah, and with with the barcode and everything on it. It's all it's. I'm right there, like I'm right there. I, I it's, it's it's possible that I could have it by the end of this month. It's really possible. So like, just wish me wish me luck. The end of November. Um, you also know about the mouth book messages of uplift the hill. Yes, you feel me. Um, so right now I'm working on kind of like a mouth book too. But it's not gonna be called the mouth book. I don't wanna release the title just yet. <laughs> um, but but like I don't care, I will. So <laughs> because it's okay. It's gonna be called the drugs book. Drugs. The drugs book. You know it's M O U T H message yeah. of Uplift the Hill. Yeah. It's gonna be D R U G S and it's gonna have its own acronym. And I believe it's something like discipline is your responsibility, um, understanding that life understanding that life is about growth which breeds success you feel me so discipline is you, that's the D it's your responsibility that's the R understanding is the U that life is about growth is the G which breeds success which is the F the drugs book so that's coming yes. sooner than later you feel me like so the drugs book look out for that um and this right here the blue poetry handbook mm. You feel me? <laughs> so the blue poetry handbook, I, the, the copy came in the mail today. This is like the first draft. The second draft of the book came and I added like a whole new chapter, another like 50, 60 pages um, of the blue poetry handbook. Now this is something that it, it, it complements the card game because as you can see, the first chapter is a pick up poetry games. You feel me? So... This is the directions to play the game we know how to play. This is directions for another game for younger kids who may not know how to read, but they know numbers. Because the cards have one, two, three, the official cards have one through nine on them. It's another direction, you know? So there's literally you multiple games, multiple games with the same cards, you feel me? And then there's a chapter for each for each element, you know, a metaphor chapter when it has, oh, it has it's activities raining cats. It. It's raining cats and dogs, like, what? you feel me? <laughs> so, like, uh, Shout out to Misa Renee who did the artwork for this. So there's different activities that teaches you how to do metaphor. 
It's different activities that teach you how to how to do similes. Is it not released yet? Nah, not officially, nah, cause I just I'm working like the bright sun similes. <laughs> so it's coming soon, you know, and with then it's the a visuals. song. Simile with visuals, man. Information with visuals is more registration with the youth, right. bro. And then there's Everyone. music too. We also have a song for each each element. There's a pickup poetry song, the metaphor song. So the lyrics is in the book, and then it's also on iTunes too. So you could just go. There's a Blue Poetry Handbook album on iTunes. Wow. So you get the book, you get wow. the card game, you get the, the um, you go on iTunes, wow. and you got a whole trifecta: the book, the game, and the music. Wow. You know, and the drawings. You, wow. you, you tap, and then there's activities, you know, there's activities, there's crossroad puzzles and wow. fill in the blanks, multiple choice and challenges and for each chapter. So like, this is this is what you're talking about, like with the schools, how to get it in schools. Yes. So this is how we want, this is the package we want the schools to get. We want the schools to get the wow. whole package, the music, the book and the games, and then the kids can learn to have fun at the same time. Wow. You feel me? So like, I definitely, I'm happy to show you this. You feel wow. me? You're the perfect guy. I wanna, wow. I want to. I want to show you this when it's all done, and we can, you can help me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Get, get I'm this out. There. I'm getting ideas already, bro. Okay. And also in the, this is the drop and give me fitness playing card game. It's like an exercise card game, <sighs> similar to pick up poetry. Same rules, but you exercise instead of asking for a metaphor. You ask for a push up. You give it to me. You do push ups. You know, if you don't got it, I will do push up because I ask you when it's wrong. So it's, it's similar. Same rules, but instead of working out. So if you know how to play pick up poetry, you know how to play drop and give me fitness. Pick up poetry, drop and give me fitness. So it's like two wow. different games. Directions and everything is in a book too. This is the like um exercise like outside, not not needing a gym. You can, yeah, this is this is so that you can exercise wherever you at. You know, like that makes it so that you can exercise anywhere. If you wanna if you wanna wake up and you ain't got time to go to the gym, you ain't got time to change the clothes and go to the gym, you could just get up, pick up the deck of cards. And work out by yourself is a way you can play it by yourself and there's a way you can play with people and have fun you know so there's two different ways and the last thing i want to show you i don't know if you heard about the health tea cigarettes <laughs> you know you heard about the health yo, tea cigarettes steve jo yo quindell <laughs> evans bro <laughs> so i haven't the health tea cigarettes you know um i mean we we know smoking is not the best thing to do but people smoke so call it the health tea cigarettes it is illegal to say that it's a cigarette to say no to, to say yeah they, we can talk about that enough <laughs> but it's illegal to say in new york city that smoking period is healthy like you can't say oh, yeah. that like you can't i can't promote that this is healthy that this is a healthy alternative to cigarettes it's illegal yeah, for me to do that. One thing, but, the cigarettes, the same people that say that about cigarettes is the same um, cigarette companies. Because they, they were forced to do that. Truth is ran by a cigarette company. Right. So it's illegal for me to tell you yeah. that this is healthier than tobacco cigarettes. But personally, we know that nicotine and the chlorine and all the stuff they put in the cigarettes is not healthy. This is, yeah. uh, this is an alternative this is a, a, a simple alternative to cigarettes. It's, instead of tobacco in here, it's chamomile, marshmallow leaf, mugwort, mullein, and spearmint. So I took herbs, five different herbs. Chamomile is good for the nerves, relaxing the nerves, so it's good for you. Marshmallow leaf literally kills mucus. Mugwort, good for the memory, good for the brain. 
Mullen increases your lung capacity. And spearmint is good for the throat. So, like, this is an all-around, like, more effective way of smoking. You're smoking things that are actually better for you, you know? So, how much do you retail for? I sell the packs for $10, 15 cigarettes in a pack. For me, you could try one. I'll give you one. You have a some. lighter? Um, I don't have a lighter. So you don't have a lighter? No, hold me. I want to try one right now on camera. That would have been a lit. Oh, look at this. Can you smell oh, that? Like it smells cigarette. so good. It, it is a like cigarette. A cigarette. It is. It's a cigarette tube, and I oh. bought the herbs and just stuffed it in there. Wow. So like, whoa! Smell like that's inhale. Smell like smells like so some good. Upgraded menthol. Cause it's spearmint in there. That spearmint is what you smell it. So you know you can smoke that in your own time. You ain't got a lighter, and I definitely you can just text me your feedback. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. So I know how how you feel. Most people say they felt the calm relaxing vibe you know they felt literally they was breathing better you know like they have good feedback on it there's no psychoactive effect it ain't no high it ain't no like munchie it ain't nothing like weed it's just simple it's simple just a a relaxation thing you feel me so it's an alternative to cigarettes because we know so many people who suffer from smoking tobacco cigarettes yeah um so this is a Smoking responsible type of vibe, you know. So I wanted to show you the things I was working on. Wow, you feel me? Um, and I appreciate you for popping out to the Blue Poetry Podcast. You know, the people whoever's watching, like, you know, can you tell them how to find you if they want to work with you, if they want to connect with you, if they just want to follow you and see um, see what's up with you. Mike Henny One Eight One at Instagram dot com. Mike Henny One Eight One and more gardens. Michael at gmail dot com. If you want to um, speak about any art supplies, spaces, um, recording music, and volunteering your time, donating clothing, um, donating food, canned goods, hit up moregardensmichael at gmail.com. Hold that, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, all it is, man.